Moving house can be a daunting task even for a bachelor like me, who has little to move. Actually, it's especially daunting for a bachelor like me because cleaning. That's why when I needed to move this week to a new home that had been commercially used and had been vacant for over two months, I knew I had to call in the experts. Parapet Cleaning is the leading cleaning and allied solutions provider in East and Central Africa. They have been in existence for 22 years, currently providing services in Kenya, Uganda, South Sudan, and Rwanda. I called them in and boy, did they clean. Their home spring cleaning product, it takes about eight hours of deep cleaning, making sure all nooks and crannies are cleaned. I'm now recording from the comfort of a clean and almost sterile environment in my new home. Thanks to their professional and very friendly team. Oh, have I told you about their detailed car cleaning? It takes about seven hours of interior and exterior detailing to bring the car to its almost showroom look. <laughs> yeah, they did that for my very old Muti a couple of months ago. Give them a call today on 0788-888-748 or email on info at parapetcleaning.com. Thank you at Cleaner Strauss. Cleaner number one for hooking a brother up. Now, I hear you also do gardening and landscaping. <laughs> See, my garden. <laughs> am, I, am I pushing it? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is, wherever you are. Welcome to Living Truthfully. Uh, I stopped counting episodes, so we're just going to go straight into the conversation. How are you doing? How are you coping? Uh, is, is, is COVID affecting your life? We just go on as usual. Um, are you working from home? What's going on in your life? What, what are the things that are concerning you uh, at this stage? Naskia watu wamekula school fees, wameenda holiday nayo. Na magoha nataka watu warudi shule in October. Uh, do you want your kids back in school in October? Do you think they are ready? Shouldn't they lift the restrictions uh, around churches and you know um, entertainment sports first? We practice with the adults. And then we we can we can we can do we can do the school. What do you think? Um, yeah, but what else is going on in your life? Um, what are the things that's happening for me? And it's interesting that a friend of mine brought brought this up. Um, is that I find myself a lot more sensitive than I used to be. So I'm finding that my reactions are heightened. If I'm angry, like I'm a lot more angry than I would have been. If I'm sad, I'm a, I'm, more, I'm a lot more sad than I would have been. And I'm starting to think that these are probably some of the effects of the prolonged anxiety that, that COVID has, um, has, brought, has brought along. Anyway, let me know what you think. Um, with me today is my friend, my uh, mentor in many ways, um, my coachy. <laughs> um, it's just amazing what this friendship is turning out to be, and I'm very privileged to have with me today the one and only Mr. Tosh. Tosh Karibu. Asante sana, man. It's great to be back. My coffee kwako. Asante. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Um, as you said, challenges here and there. Mm. Um, 
I think someone said you you roll with the punches. I'm not quite sure what it means, eh? Because uh, maybe we are we are just uh, I think Mo- it's Muhammad Ali type, you know, rope dope. You're just <laughs> you're hanging in there waiting for, for the, the next punch, but also the opportunity to swing your own killer punch, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, whoever it is is pounding your whatever your your midriff, but you're hoping, you know, that there will be an opening and you sucker this thing and. Are you are you do you feel like your midriff is being punched? Uh, in some ways, in some ways. Um, life has been I mean it's been interesting as you said uh, not just the restrictions of movement for me like I really hate wearing a mask. It is it is the mask thing, eh? So, so it it actually limits. You know when I want to go out I think I have to wear this thing. Yeah. I cancel going. I just say, <laughs> forget it. You cancel going because of a mask. Ah, I think it did. I, 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 I go because I have to go. You know, this is this mask. I don't think it's gonna go away soon. So I have to figure it out. Eh? You have to figure it out. Uh, either wear the mask or cancel life. <laughs> so you were telling us about the the punches that you're rolling with. Yeah, I think one of them was just this time when I um fell off my bike and dislocated my shoulder. Mm. You know, I guess as I tell people, you just learn that uh, how, val- how how you should just enjoy the simple things in life, you know? Can you yeah. imagine, I, I used to, I was beginning to make decisions on what to dress based on the degree of difficulty. Like, I didn't want stuff with belts. Was tying a belt was another thing altogether. Shoes without, I'd look for sandals, shoes without laces. So it's uh yeah you you know those punches come they're unexpected uh, they change the trajectory of how you are planning to do your things and uh but you roll with them you roll with them you know um I, I think watching you adjust from the bike accident eh, was interesting because the things you really take for granted you know like you say tying your shoes and you know, taking a shower and things like that and an injury on your shoulder just completely changed that. Yeah, but you know, I, mean, I, I learned that I actually dress from the left because I dislocated my left shoulder from left. If it's a shirt, I put on my left, uh, uh, it is through my left arm first, mm-hmm. then the right. Because before, if I didn't get my left arm in first, there was no way it's going to work. There's no way it's going to work. So, did you ever notice before that you dress from your left? You see, before I just used to dress, you know, just put the thing yeah, and do yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. But now you have to. Now you, oh, you've adjusted so that you dress from the left yeah, first. Yeah, that's how I have to do it. Wow. Because that's, before I never used to think about it, but now it's it's how I get to bed, how I used to go into bed was the, even now it's still kind of deliberate. Eh? How, how is your shoulder now? It's a lot better, but uh, there's work to do. I'm supposed to go in for some... Well, uh, to, to get an MRI so that they figure out because the doctor felt it's moving a little slower than anticipated. I go for physio. I, I tell people uh, it's, you know how you go and pay for punishment. I pay a guy to punish me. Uh, you, you almost uh, have to, You will, there are tears, you know, I have tears, but it's, it's, the, it's, it's the price to pay to get uh, full flexibility back. Mm. You know, it's, it's called rolling with the punches, rolling with the punches. But uh, I'm sure my my knockout punch is coming tonight. We are going to witness the most anticipated match 
They're ready to give it back. I'm like just, a I'm, nice lefty. I'm looking for the time the, the, the life gives, you know, that kakap. Yeah. And give, give it a left hook. Yeah. And then, left hook. and then they are, I'm standing, <laughs> I'm doing, you know, and they're counting this thing out. And it's one, and I'm told, you know, you got it. You got it. You got it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. I find that a lot of what I want to discuss with you today very similar to what guys are going through now yeah. um because you, you you said you you wanted to come and share your story of burnout yes and and when i thought about it i thought that this is a really relevant conversation for this time because guys need to be able to be careful about what what their signs are for themselves yes but let's start with your story yes. you know um and and Guys, you know Tosh, uh, he's been on the podcast before. We've had a couple of conversations with him already. Um, I met him and his dad, and we had such a great conversation. I went all the way to Nyeri, to Karatina, to to have a convo with his dad, who is uh, in hospital, and I pray that he gets well. Thank you. Um, and so, Tosh, your story is, is interesting because I've always seen you as a go-getter. You've always been, you know, those 4M guys. Let me tell you guys. The other day I was talking to some chick. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think we were planning to meet for breakfast. And, and, and she asked me, you know, so what time? So I said maybe like 9. It's like 9, that's not breakfast. That's like midday. <laughs> I like 9 is early in the morning. And she's like, I thought you were one of those 4M guys who wake up and by five you've read all your emails and you've responded to them and by six you have read a book. Like, I, I'm not those guys, but I know a guy who is, Tosh is exactly that guy. Um, 4 a.m., you know, get to read, get to do your quiet time. Today you're telling me you're doing your Bible study, your BSF. Yes. Um, you're, I know you are known, when you lived in Kilimani, you are known to be doing your prayer walks, you know, at that, at that time in the morning. I tell people I was a night runner. It is true. He was a night runner. I even, uh, I even learned how to bark. You know, the dogs would come, so we would have a barking competition <laughs> so that they can bark down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the incredible stories of some of the things that you did at that four in the morning. Allow me to digress for a second. Yeah. <laughs> but you lived in an area where there were ladies who used to you know, um, get customers at night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and every morning at four in the morning, you are up praying. Yes. Tell me, how, what was your interaction with those ladies at that time? Well, what happened is one day coming from my run, I think, uh, I, I don't even know how it happened. One of them stopped. Me. You know, they always whistle and watch mm. as you run. Mm. So for some reason, one of them stopped and told me, uh, I've seen you running, and you look like uh, you are saying something. Are you talking to yourself? And I told her, no, I'm praying. And she asked me if I can pray for her, so I did. Prayed for her. She told me a bit about her story. Her friend, uh, later Ron, came and joined, and we prayed. And um, she said, very thank you very much. I, and I, tried to, I connected her to an organization that deals with... Uh, uh, ladies who are in that, um, you know, in that business, mm. uh, to see whether she can get helped, and so, so 
yeah that's what that's what happened so i got to just night running <laughs> <laughs> interesting so yes. um so this is tosh tosh is that guy tosh is the high high performer high achiever uh type person also I, I've, i've said this before on, on the podcast he's one of the brainiest people like most intelligent people i've met and so I love having conversations with him. Tosh, you you took you've always taken this attitude into your workplace. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, for me it was I think I I built a reputation I just get things done. Whatever mm. I, whatever it takes, I will mm. get it done. Once I've told you um you 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 should be able to sleep at night knowing that it's it's going to get done. Um I think I resonate with that there's a story I had once of um of this guy who was hiring a farmhand and when he talked to the farmhand's reference the that the person who had previously hired that farmhand said you know that that farmhand sleeps at night I thought no sleeps through the storm so this guy the farmer was wondering what what does that mean until a storm hit huh? and then he the storm has come and the farmer is rushing out he went to try and wake up this farmhand the house is locked the farmhand is not waking up so the guy said you know i've got to sort things out he ran to where the horses are he finds the horses are properly tied down nothing's going to happen he goes to where the cows are the cows are sorted goes to where the hay is the hay is covered properly tied down then he understood why this guy sleeps, sleeps through the storm he sorts these things out and that i thought i felt you know that i need to be that kind of guy when the storm comes me and my bosses and whoever else we can sleep through the storm you remind me of a guy um who used to work at mavuno i still i think he still does uh what's his name the the guy who alex alex oh uh, yes yeah hey alex now even you and me i remove my heart to him alex is next level Alex is a sleep <laughs> through the storm kind of gun yeah. kind of guy. So Alex actually gave us a slogan for a uh, one gubernatorial uh, candidate. <laughs> What was it? <laughs> so the gubernatorial candidate got uh, the we gave him the slogan consider it done. Mm. Um and 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 that was a promise to the electorate for that that particular constituency mm. that if he made the promise it it was going to be done but we got it from alex cuz alex would give him an instruction and alex would say ushasema but you know you you said it you don't need to say it again and that would be it that was it alex is a he's a special guy so 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 you were that guy you were that considered done kind of guy which which meant what does it mean does it mean you work harder than everyone else does it mean you work or you know what 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 does that mean it just means you do what it takes to get the job done if it means you don't sleep you don't sleep you just do what it takes and so i think what one one of the things that happened is i was in a season i was working we had a project to uh, relocate um uh the church that I was working for we had to buy land we had all these things and of course there was still the work that needs to be the normal day to day work and all these things just needed to get done and so uh when you throw in the fact that you're also a, a husband a father um you have other obligations you you realize that it's uh, monday to monday that's the only way things get done 
so you 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 push and as i said you know it's 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 probably you can do it for a couple of maybe a week two weeks but it became a prolonged thing it uh, just became a prolonged thing it, it becomes a lifestyle yeah and you don't see any way out of it uh, and initially you know it, it it feels like you know you've you've got this you've, you're on top of it huh? mm. i think the hard part of it is you look okay you wake up in the morning you look at yourself you're fine you know you 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 physically there's nothing wrong with you uh, i remember i even went for a full health checkup mm. yeah and the thing said there's nothing wrong with you you know your blood pressure is a little bit on the heading to the high side but it's high you know it's normal but a little yeah it's, it's like pre hypertension yeah, yeah yeah so but you're good and you're wondering but it can't be you know i i just found for example i i would read a book huh? mm. i would read a sentence when i go to sentence number two, or even let me say let me maybe that is a bit of an exaggeration if i read a paragraph mm. by the time i started the second paragraph i couldn't remember what really i'd read in the first paragraph so i kept reading the same paragraph one like five times so to internalize it before. yeah but i'm still not internalizing and that wasn't me i mean i used to be a girl of you know speed reading and catch the thing and we are moving um, so let's let's backtrack a bit because yeah. um I, i i want to look at the lifestyle okay i want to look at the lifestyle and and look at the jobs that you were doing that got you here okay so you you were an entrepreneur i had been an entrepreneur mm-hmm. um at that time uh, we had uh, with friends of mine had started a business a real estate business had built it up uh moving to work for the church i had um, taken on uh, been left only with the board responsibilities um where my other colleague was actually running the business but the business hit headwinds uh, for all sorts of reasons some because we were unwilling to play the corruption game we were finding that our projects were not uh, moving the way they should uh, we had a lot of debt so suddenly the business was having this uh, liquidity crunch mm. and uh, the, you know you're feeling the weight of it because you're in the board you're trying to discuss it try to figure it out um so that's that's one thing and then unfortunately it uh, it collapsed and you know with it collapses a lot of what you had i guess some of your dreams hopes and dreams yeah yeah you've seen this thing you've put quite a lot of your life in it um, other people have people trusted you with their chums and now it's looking a little bit um, you're trying you know, to figure out how you're going to try and uh, sort them out so there's that and then you asked what else working at the church um in charge of operations uh you know that's finance it's uh, first the real estate the facilities the hr also was with me so all these things and uh, and you know how it is it's running you have to run those things day by day uh the church needs to move to a new site you're negotiating uh with the owners of the property trying to raise funds at the same time to buy trying to raise funds to relocate uh, and uh, you're in this mix huh? you're moving evenings you have to go and visit uh, parts of your congregation to explain why you're doing what you're doing what the vision is what the drive is and at the same time the landlord is telling you guys you know if you want to stay <laughs> my rent is i think he tripled that he wanted triple the rent we were paying wow and he's saying you know if you guys can't pay you need to get out because I, i need to do something with this thing 
and you're trying to manage him, manage that conversation. You're trying to uh, move this other thing along, and you just don't quite have enough money yet to pay for the land. The land belonged to a Chinese company who are saying, "Look, you guys can't seem to cut it, so we." We want to pull out, and uh, that means they walk away with your deposit, which was in the millions. It's it's uh, it was chaotic, eh? and uh, you're trying to figure out, yeah, just a lot of things. It was uh, it was. There were balls. They're all you're juggling all these balls. They are just all up in the air. And I think sometimes it's not just that you have many balls up in the air, that yeah. each of them is so consequential. Yes. Uh, this it it holds such importance that the weight of it, it, you know, it's not just a ball; it's a heavy ball to carry. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You, I have a question for you. Yes, uh, and and just before we talk about what the effect of that was, do you feel like you didn't? Do, do you feel like how hard you worked and the success of your business were related? Do you? And because I feel like there's a whole bunch of people who think that if you're the first one in the office and the last one in the office in your own business, then it's gonna survive. Yeah, I think it, I think I felt this this thing is really up to me, mm. um, and to some extent, you, you I found it hard to you began to take stuff from other people because you felt they were not doing it as well as you can. And now this thing was yours. And I think later on when I uh, thought about it, I realized that I had also this persona that I was eh, and the success that comes with that, that that persona supposedly had, had become too, had become my, my complete identity. If how well my business was doing, how successful I would be in pulling this deal off for the church, that, that was me. And if, if it failed, then not only did it fail, it destroyed, it was almost, uh, Almost it's like a god I had created. The god was my success, and if that success, if I didn't succeed, then uh, or if any part of it broke, then the whole thing broke. So, but but so I hear you. So the question is: the, Is the success of your business linked to how hard you work on the business? Not necessarily. I think they they have very many facets. I think hard work is important, but they there are other different things that come into play. That uh, that some of them are just outside your your control. Mm. Um, I think we we minimize what I call the, for me. I call it God's favor. Other people call it luck um, because usually we we say we are smarter, eh? but mm. I mean, some of the things that we had that had come our way when we built, as we were building the business, were not because we were smart. It's just favor, you know, mm-hmm. God's favor or luck, whatever people may want to call it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, you hit a, a bad patch, and it's not you; it's just the situation. It's just what it is. Um, so yes, you need to work hard, but I think there are other factors. But I also think that an important part, which at that time maybe I didn't fully recognize, was just the value of um, other people and what they bring to the game. Mm. Um, yeah, that 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 is that is critical. Um, so, so what I'm saying, yes, hard work is important, but it's not the only thing. Mm. And uh, 
guess we'll talk about it. I learned that, you know, taking resting doesn't mean that this thing collapses. You know, that's, uh, and I think that's an important point, point to make huh? because I, th- I feel like a lot of uh, people who drive themselves to burnout yes. drive themselves to burnout because they, they don't feel like they can stop. They don't feel like they, can, they have room, they have permission to stop and to rest and they feel like being the first one in the office and the last one in, that's what, that's what guarantees success. I think it might guarantee your takeoff, but I don't think it guarantees your success. I think at some point there's other factors, like you say, that are necessary to the success of the business. And part of it could be you pulling out. Yes. You know, I think Amani, when I, one of my, the people I really admire is, um, is a gentleman called Elliot Kipchoge. I've never met him. I hope one day I will. Mm. But I really just admire his... Um, you know, just the, the the way he does what he does. When mm. I, I, love, I love to watch him run. Mm. But I thought, you know, if Yalit Kipchoge ran nonstop, at a certain point he would collapse. Mm. He would cease to be a champion. Yeah, There has to be a time when, like when he was preparing for this, uh, the thing that he did, he nailed 159. Yeah. He stopped running other races. He stopped doing other things. He got himself out of the circuit. He said, you know, I've got to... I've got to take a break. I've got to stop in order mm. to be because I think the body, the mind, everything needs to renew. Yeah, and if uh, and and that's what I think I was saying. You know, once your mind you push so hard that you, I think I fried my mind if there's anything like that. So I couldn't. I'm working harder, but this is it. The the thing that so the axe that I'm using to cut is completely blunt because I've never stopped to sharpen it. to sharpen it. I'm just pushing. I'm just. And it's getting harder and I'm pushing harder. It's getting harder. I'm pushing harder and it's frustrating. But I can't stop. So here we are. You're the picture of success. Mm-hmm. You're the most responsible guy I know. <laughs> you're carrying the weight of your, your businesses. You're carrying the weight of your family, of the church that you're trying to relocate. And, and it's a big project. And... You can't stop. So you're working Monday to Monday because you should be resting on Monday, but you're not. Monday, I would be. I would wake up in the early in the morning and go to the site of where the church was going to move, so that I can make sure that things that need to get done are done. So, for those who don't know, most people who work for a church would work Tuesday to Sunday, and Monday is their day off. But you're saying your day off was not a day off. It was no day off. So you worked seven days a week. You know that's against labor laws. It had to get done. And that's your brand. Your brand is uh, get it done. Yeah, I mean, now if I don't get it done, who is Tosh? (laughs) (laughs) So what happened, Tosh? It crashed. What crashed? Tosh crashed. Well, what, as I said, it started first by just, you know, those things I'm telling you, you... You figure out, hey, I, I can't focus. I can't, uh, even when I'm sitting with people trying to have a conversation or direct things in the office, mm. my mind is, can't quite come and grasp the things that I'm trying to talk about. Um, when I'm given stuff to review, to read, I can't really read it. I can't internalize them. My decision, my decision-making capacity is begin to... I couldn't make decisions. Eh? 
I was always postponing them because I you know you can't process them. I yeah. couldn't process them. I I became irritable. Very irritable. Uh, small things, eh? Small things would irritate me at home wherever I I I began to withdraw. I didn't want. I remember <laughs> I don't know I don't know if I should say this. I, I was in a small we used to we call them that small group, you know, the life the groups, groups, the life groups for yeah. And I remember sometimes they would come to my house and I would find a way to get out of the house because I couldn't handle talking to anybody. Wow. I didn't want to talk, I didn't want to be asked questions, I didn't want to hear people saying how there are things that, you know, you know how it is you hear someone saying by the way we prayed and God has answered and me I'm wondering. I don't want to hear that. I, I just want to be by myself. I just want to be in a certain cave. And so I, I began to isolate myself um and uh, yeah I, i i found that i just was also always prone to all sorts of to flus were like my friend eh? mm. one finishes the other one then the, his, the relative comes uh, to take the to take the space the other one left so i was always having all sorts of to small ailments um then i just reached a point where even just getting up became a, an issue I would remember sometimes uh, just calling and canceling all my appointments. I'd wake up in the morning, have breakfast and just realize I can't hack. I just can't I, I can't meet people, I can't talk to people, I don't want to go anywhere. And I'd call and just say I'm sick. Please cancel everything. And I'd get back into bed and sleep until maybe midday or whatever time it is. And now a word from our sponsors. I promised to tell you about my land investment with Newlands in Juja. Newlands have this piece of property in Juja which is now Newlands Juja Phase 3 and it's located 3 kilometers from Juja Farm at Mumba Shopping Center. These are about 1/8 acre plots going for only 600,000 shillings including title processing fees. They have cash discounts And if you'd like to pay via installments, then they have those options available as well. Let me tell you about some features of this land before I tell you about my offer for you. It's 3 km past Juja Farm, 1 km from the road at Mumba. Now, it's 2 km to the proposed Greater Eastern Bypass. This is a very important piece of information because you know what bypasses do to the value of property. It's an 8 acre plot with ready titles. It has access roads all the way to the property. It has water and electricity available. They have graded the roads within and it's fenced. After visiting all their parcels in Juja, in Narokan and in Naivasha, I highly recommend that you have a chat with them about your next land investment. Now, before you call them, tell them that you heard this advert from Living Truthfully and they will give you the Living Truthfully payment plan. Call them on 0727 488-788 or email info at newlands.co.ke Is your team performing like a Formula 1 team? Because it should. It should be high performing and with great precision. After over 13 years of building teams for some of the biggest companies in Kenya and Uganda, I have developed the ultimate team building thought process named Pitstop. Now this process will help your team build trust, become innovative and increase performance. 
Now, if this sounds like the team you want to work with, even with the challenges brought in by COVID-19, shoot me an email on amanimaranga at gmail.com and I will work at bringing your team to performing like a Formula One team. Tenth October 2020 marks World Mental Health Day. This comes at a time when our daily reality has changed as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The challenges we have faced in the past few months have been considerable. The excessive fear and anxiety of the unseen virus, students all across the country adapting to no school or online classes, limited contact with family members or close friends, and worse still, the loss of livelihoods and loved ones and the strain on healthcare workers. All this has increased our awareness of our mental health and makes it clear that psychosocial support will increase exponentially in the coming months and years. This year's objective for the World Mental Health Day is greater investment in access to mental health care. And Inuka Wellness Kenya is collaborating with us at Living Truthfully to give you mental health support and hopefully make your life better. Inuka is a digital well-being app that is available on WhatsApp, and provides anonymous mental and emotional support through certified coaches on your phone. And all you gotta do is chat at any time and anywhere. Now go ahead and get your free session on us at 0770-728-940. 0770-728-940. Chat now. And now, back to our story. Then I just reached a point where even just getting up became a, an issue. I would remember sometimes uh, just calling and cancelling all my appointments. I'd wake up in the morning, have breakfast and just realize I can't hack. I just can't I, I can't meet people, I can't talk to people, I don't want to go anywhere. And I'd call and just say I'm sick. Please cancel everything. I would get back into bed and sleep until maybe midday or whatever time it is. You know, this sounds a lot like... Uh, these signs are a lot like signs of depression. Yeah. I mean, the, that's where you're heading if you don't address it. I mean, no. I mean, they're almost identical. They're very much like them. So they all sound like this were, these are the same signs I went through when I was going through depression. And I feel like this is a lot of some of the signs, like you're saying, being irritable, being overly sensitive. These are some of the signs of what people are going through now uh, after the prolonged anxiety uh, that guys are going through with COVID. True. What was the impact of that that period for you? What 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 did it do to your family? What did it do to you? What did it do to your, your job? I think for me personally, um, you see, Amani, we we you've talked a lot. We've talked we've was talked about the fact that I had a brand eh, that mm. I'd built over time. I got things done. And now suddenly, you can't. You can't perform. You can't deliver. You you can't even keep your word. Eh? Mm. 
and I, I think I just felt an over sen- overwhelming sense of um, failure. You know, like, I, how can I feel? I can't do what I am supposed to. I know how to get done. I, yeah, it, it was like, who am I then? Um, so an identity crisis. Yeah, be- because you're failed, and your brand, what everything you've created before now doesn't stand true. Yeah. It's, it's who is Tosh? I mean, Tosh without performance, who is he? That's exactly what I felt a man without 360. Yeah. A man without the marriage. You yeah. know, like all those. Yeah, this is this is who you are. I mean, I, you called me. It's, I'm like, as you said, Umesema, as yeah. Alex will tell you. You called me. It's done. It's done. Now I can't do. Oh. Um, I just can't do. Um. So I, I just felt a failure. I felt I really, I don't know who the Tosh is anymore. And maybe that's why, you know, you and you're even in this space where you feel sick, but there's nothing wrong with you. The doctor is telling you you're fine. So what is, what's going on? Um, for my family, I think it was just, and my friends, it was just the, the Tosh who you can't reach. He's in a hole somewhere. You can see him physically, but the lights are off. He, he he's not he's emotionally detached uh, i was emotionally detached i was irritable um, um i just didn't have i could i couldn't engage yeah? i just i couldn't engage um i remember i would even things like they would tell me go to church i say i don't want I, I don't want to go i'm not interested i just want to sit in the house just leave me um that same church that you work for yes <laughs> or any other for that matter <laughs> I was not interested. Uh, as I told you, my friends would come, and I don't. Want, I don't want to see them. And it's not that. It's it's just I don't have the capacity to hold conversation. Um, I think there were a, there were a very small group of people. Yeah. I, 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 who would come and? Uh, I guess they just understood, so they would sit there and would be okay to sit and uh, would pray and they would go. Please don't don't ask me questions about how. I don't know what it is. It's it's just where I am. It's where I am. At a certain point, I felt you know that I just needed out. So I went to my my boss. I told him I I really I have to go. Um, I didn't I didn't understand at that time. It's it was a burnout, but I just felt you know it it's my time my time had come. I could hack this. I could carry this load anymore. I I had I had no job set. Huh? I just thought you know let me just go. I'll figure this thing out whenever I figure it out. <laughs> Tell me, in hindsight now, yes. what could you have done during that period that would have made life a little easier for you and for your family and the people around you? Well, I was inside it. Yes. I don't know that... I, I um. I don't know because see when you're inside it you really it's it's you're in a hole eh? I th- I think it's it's at some part of that journey it's it's just f- people who have to rally around you to help mm. pull you up eh? uh, to help you at least not sink too deep I I know what helped me is um at a point I said I really need to figure this out I started to try and do a little, just say, what is going on? And that's when I came up and learned about burnout. 
and uh, you know you look at the markers and realize yeah this is what I'm this is where I'm at this is mm. what it's all about and once I learned that then I began the journey of trying to figure out how to get better and I think uh, so if, if I think I would say the is there some way to get it better maybe let me say number one, if I think about it is um, talk to somebody mm. Uh, just I know it's the hardest thing but even if it's there's just one guy in your life just go and talk to them and just say this is what I'm feeling I think the 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 hard part for me is for a lot of people I didn't feel I had permission to do that huh? mm. to go and tell you because I look okay you know I don't look sick yeah is you know if, like when I dislocated my shoulder mm. you could see I have a sling this guy is sick mm. so we can fact when i would go to places they i would be told to sing you see don't pass through that curb yeah that detector yeah. you are when you mgonjwa you pass on the side eh? people can see so people give you some room some room but you're okay so what's wrong with you i mean get with a program that's how mm-hmm. most people are like and i remember somebody almost saying that to me really saying that to me you know you're not what's wrong with you i mean just get with the program do what you need to do in terms of work eh? and but i can't perform But I think as I said I had one or two friends who I felt you know I could say this is what I'm going through. Um I think it would be good uh, for those who uh, have uh, spouses to be able to sit and say you know this is where I'm at this is how I'm feeling. You may not uh, call it burnout but to say you know I'm feeling like this. Uh, this is my experiences. Um because then people understand where what is what it is where you're at. And they can then, because you know it's very, you know it's hard when people just you, they can't reach you. Your lights out. Huh? So I think one of the things is talk to somebody. Just let them know. You know, I think that's important for us to have this conversation because there's people who um, first don't recognize that they're, they're they're in a bad place, and I think just by hearing these signs and symptoms, then you start to say, okay. Maybe I'm displaying a couple of these symptoms, and I don't know how to react. I don't even know. I, I don't know how to react even for myself. And I think the first thing I want to tell guys is, uh, if if you're going through anything that you suspect might be depression or burnout or some form of instability mentally, the moment you recognize it, what Tosha said is, talk to someone. Talk to people around you. I think the caution I want to give, though, don't expect them to understand. Because some might not, and and I, I realized because if if people have never seen depression before, for example, or burnout before, then they don't know how to respond to it. They think they think you you can just snap out of it. But he's given such a good analogy because he said it's like a broken arm. You can't, it, the mind breaks, mm-hmm. and what it's in a slingshot, <laughs> or maybe not even yet, but you can't see it. And it takes a while for that. I mean, are you able to do? Like, you're not in a sling now. I'm, I'm seeing your your arm looks okay, but can you can you take can you do all the functions of the that that? Or are you really literally? You can't lift that hand. That's as far as it goes. You see, I'm so, so this is Tosh is doing right in front of me. He's trying to lift both hands, and the left arm, which was uh, injured, cannot go up as high as it used to go. Yes. But we, but you know that's what recovery looks like from mental uh, a mental breakdown. 
because a burnout is a mental breakdown. Yes. That's what recovery looks like. You look like you're fine, but you can't do what you used to be able to do. That's true. So tell me about your recovery. I think my recovery started by first just I think reaching the place where I say, you know, I'm not okay. Mm. I'm not okay. And trying to say, you know, just figure it out. And I I I would say that has to be the first place, the place you just acknowledge I'm not okay. Yeah. I think it's hard for guys, especially those who are you know, you're you're used to getting things done. Realize it's it not can't. what it yeah. can't. Yeah. It's a hard thing to admit eh? yeah. that I'm not I'm not good. Mm. Um that was the first one. And then just beginning to then say what does it take to recover? Mm. Um for me it was rest. You know, take just rest. I think I feel we are now we've we've gotten into the place where we it's almost um it seemed to be weak to rest. How do, what do you mean rest? Yeah. And uh and even now even when we rest we are doing stuff, eh? We are we are whatsapping, we yeah. are uh, you rest from one thing by doing another thing. Yeah. But that's uh, Kanji are you listening? <laughs> rest sometimes means doing nothing. Yeah, sometimes you just have to do nothing. You just rest. So that's what some of what I did. I would go out and just go to a place where uh, I went away a couple of times, places where they um there's no expectations on me how what time i wake up what i do um and it it, it helped just to to rest um because it's critical i i needed in fact i i actually felt i didn't do enough rest to get back to 100% so um you rest Uh I think the other one is you I found that I the, the, let me other say the, the other thing that was very important for me was just the the support of friends and family. Mm. Um my wife, my my friends uh who who came around me, who supported me through this uh who are willing to listen to me, um sometimes go places uh, even some of those retreats with me just to hang out. Um they really helped uh, who encouraged me uh so relationships i think are, are vital in 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 um in just getting to the place of um of recovery good relationships and i think like you said some people may not understand but sometimes it just needs one uh and you walk you start they help you walk it's true mm. I, i had a friend who used to come yeah. just sit mm. every day almost every day yeah and that that became you know like a like a jump start to to my recovery process i think the other thing i found is just now beginning to establish some new rhythms mm. beginning to make sure that you know i i think the first one let me repeat it again i rest I think we were talking with you Amani when we were saying we we read some about a gentleman who wrote and said it it was very interesting how the bible is written in Genesis eh? mm, mm. because God says there was evening and, then and there was morning. morning yeah and the first day so in essence it says God defines rest day, first he defines his day from evening from the night first yeah yes when and what are you doing in the evening you're sleeping yeah you're resting so you rest then you work your day starts with yeah. rest yeah. 
So we should I needed to, and even now I'm trying I actually I'm beginning to say what does it really mean if I'm going to start my day with rest. So how should my evenings be because mm. it means you know you shut down a lot of stuff that uh, we keep going on from whether it's social media or other things. So rhythms of rest, rhythms of recreation, uh rhythms of exercise, um even food how I eat. Mm. Um I took responsibility for me. Mm. Right now by the way uh, if I feel any of those things coming I shut. I I drop everything. I cancel appointments. I change my I just say I'm not going there. So it doesn't I I no longer I don't feel that I have to perform for just for performance sake. Mm-hmm. If it's not if it's going to take me down that road I'm not going to go there again. So I'm willing to unplug. Uh, and I think that's an important thing to yeah, do. Yeah. Uh, to to learn to take care of yourself. Yeah, self-care. Self-care. Yeah. And 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 what I'm learning is that self-care is uh by taking care of yourself you're allowing yourself to also take care of the things that are important to you. Yes. You know, I don't I I, I get pe- people send me l- let me just tell you guys. Let me just put it out there. After 9 p.m. I'm done working. Okay? 9. Mm-hmm. And and it should be 8 really, but it's 9. Don't call me for work after 9. Send an email I'll deal with it the next day after 7. I can tell you my phone does not ring except for a select few after 8. And I'm going to move it back to 7. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 evening. Yeah. Yeah, so we shut down. And, and and there's nothing wrong with shutting down. I mean, shut down. Tomorrow will take care. If you work well with the daylight, you don't need the night to work. And if you're working at night, for those people who work at night, then you use your daylight to sleep. Yeah. And I'm also learning to practice a word that is very hard for me. No. Yes, that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not good. I can't do it. You know, I'm not coming. So, yeah, yeah. so even I tell people now the And it's not badly that if I if I can't or I'm not I don't feel I'm ready to do it or I'm not I just whether it's visiting whether it's whatever it is let me rest I'll be better tomorrow The other thing I'm learning to do is you know there are days I don't work like Sunday I'm not going to work And for some reason Sunday is a day people just want to plan for the week. Mm. They start bombarding me Sunday afternoon with all the things that I should do. I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to look at them until Monday morning. Mm. It's my day with my family. It's my day this unplug. Yeah. I think the other thing I'm money that uh, people like me and I'm still here to figure it out because I lived it for so long. Mm. I was a, a person who lived for responsibility. Mm. It I was it didn't matter if I didn't like it because I'd committed to it it was about I I did what I you know that thing I did what I needed to do what I had to do what I was required to do and I think I never gave myself the permission to just enjoy to do things I enjoy to the point I think I've reached where I I sometimes wonder Tosh what do you really enjoy because you're just a guy who gets things done mm And I think we need to start giving each other ourselves the permission to do things we enjoy. Uh, so yeah, you know like uh, maybe you just like to play the guitar, you maybe crude at it, but it's okay. I mean, 
or take a whatever it is um because sometimes you just need to do things that are fun i agree and and listen this is what life is life is about all these experiences eh life is not just about work yeah and and i agree with you have fun let loose yeah. dance sing uh, watch a play and catch a movie take a walk play golf play soccer do something that that you enjoy take a drive you know even if it's a drive to nowhere yeah you know go camping go go hiking just There's nothing wrong with doing those things. Yeah. And I think the other thing I learned is um I had to accept which was hard when I read it and I read I you know I'd read one person and say no this guy has then you read somebody else another expert another person who's gone through it you may never be the 100% of who you are what you saw when what you broke you never get completely to 100% and you which means then you have to be a lot more careful. You see like my arm it's it, the fact that it dislocated means it's a point of weakness. Yeah. And I have to treat it differently than I would my other arm which doesn't have the same didn't go through the same weakness. Yeah. yeah. So since I went through a break I, I I must be clear that I cannot carry the same loads that I used to carry. I'll never get back to that person in terms of performance I'm, I'm and I have to I have to factor that in I have a positive side to that spin I have mm. a positive spin to that yes and I think this happened to me when after I shut down 360 and I didn't know what to do with myself mm. and uh, I, I kept saying I'm going to build another business like that one then I realized that that's not the goal The goal is accepting where you are today and seeing what is the best version of you now. True. And so with what is the best version of you now then you start to say what are the things that I am I can do better because of the handicap that I have. <laughs> I, I agree completely and I think for me Amani what I have I think that helps. You know when you've I'd come from um I guess a lot of different successes academic success some level of business success some level of a lot level of professional success and to some extent the that season was one of the the one that hit me with my biggest failures eh? mm. but I think as you said your biggest failures allow you to look and say okay what can I now really contribute Uh, what is as you said the best version of me i like that what can i do with what i have and with the, all the experiences that i have and maybe that gives me uh, something else that i think is very useful for healing just share your journey share your story tell other people what what you went through and what how, what you learned uh, and because um, i think it can be of benefit uh, to others i've listened to various people on your podcasts uh, whether it's solomon uh, gregory the last one uh, i mean there was so much that one learns just from those experiences that gives uh, people hope that uh, they can get it they they can they can i think there was a there's a time there was a one of our pastors used that time you go make it that they go make it yeah, it doesn't matter where you are but you go make it yeah you know the honest to come to close and you're now you know involved in a in a startup you're or in a couple of startups you're still doing your project management 
but you're also innovating. You're in a space where you're looking at businesses and one of your friends, one of the friends that was with you during your <laughs> your downtime, now you're looking at his business and you're trying to figure out how to turn around his business. Um, and, and I think there's a lot to be celebrated in that. Uh, I, I just want to, I just want to bring this to a close with, 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 with um, the certain type of thinking and ask, you know, what, what are the opportunities you see now as that are as a result of your experience? What happens after you accept, you start your recovery journey, you start to realize that, okay, I might not be that guy that I was anymore, but this is the kind of person I can be. What are the opportunities that start to open up for you? I, th- I feel one is you begin to to give yourself freedom to be you mm. and to do the things that you recognize that are you enjoy and you're good at. So I, I really enjoy things around business mm. and thinking through uh, business. Even when it comes to project management, I can tell you I have a conversation with somebody and said, when I have project management work, I'm not doing the admin. Yeah. I'm not doing. I don't want to do the admin. I don't want to do certain things. I want to be able to think uh, how do we put this thing together? How do we make it work? How do we drive it forward? So I think it, for me what it did it said this this are uh, this are uh, this is that real value that you bring mm. to any to certain situations. Yeah. And so when I go in I know what value I bring and that those things energize me. Mm. The, 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 when I come out, I feel yeah, I added value, you know, and I'm looking forward to going there. I'm looking forward to doing the research, and so it it helped me just begin to remove things that I used to do. You know, man, you can be good at something but not enjoy it. I don't know if you've ever. That's, felt, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was good. I've been good at certain things, but I don't enjoy them. The fact it, it's just it you can, but it's just not what you enjoy. And so I've given myself I'm working to give myself freedom to really focus on the things that I enjoy because and to be realize that the things I I enjoy the, and I can find them just because they're the things I gravitate to if I buy a, if I go to a bookshop which part of the of the bookshop which which section am I going to gravitate to mm-hmm. that tells me where my heart is what I have fun um you know it's interesting I probably have only I have a large library Uh, 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 both on Kindle and in my house, physical books. Mm. I can count on the finger on the fingers of one hand how many project management books I have. Wow! Despite having done it for over 20 years. Wow! So it tells you that there's uh, where my <laughs> heart is. It's not. It's not in project management. As as project management, the one of the the the, the book, the academic type. Yeah. Yeah. There's another thing: piecing things together, bringing teams, getting stuff moving. Yes, but the grind, and so that's why I'm saying: How do I bring the pieces? How do I join the pieces? How do I make these things work? Mm. And so that I'm I'm trying to even as you said, you're saying innovating. I'm trying to pivot myself in that direction. Um, and so even the work with my good friend is part of that just rediscovering me i've got a second half to go and uh, i i think what um this when you start to rediscover yourself you start to find i think just like you i've seen you flourish the podcast and other things and you've figured out there are things that are just you need to to let go of so i think that's what it does it it, it allows you to to realize what you bring 
to the table. And people appreciate you for what you bring to the table. I think you're also more real. You know, I think once you've, you realize you I think failure tells you you're not you're not all that. Mm. You know there's a time you thought, you know, I'm tosh. With all whatever, then you realize, you know, I'm tosh, but I'm just I'm like any other guy. How how has this changed your relationships with your family? Um I think I How is it said it probably would be good <laughs> to to answer um but I'd hope that um I'm probably a little bit more compassionate more understanding the I think before I would I would wonder why are you why mm. um it'd be more driven maybe yeah more driven um Yeah, I I in the back of my mind like this week I feel you know the last especially last week I felt you no know, I I haven't been um around the house as much as I would like to um just to yeah it's important to be there. I think one thing I realized is that when you when you break everyone else's life goes on mm. except yours. Those are the guys who carry this thing. Everyone else has their stuff that they are doing and they move they'll move on. Not be, I mean they'll still they are still your friends but life moves. But the people who are in the real fire is you and your family. And so for me it's really to ask how to how can I be around them as much as possible. I I don't I feel I'm and that's what I'm working one of the things I'm constantly trying to deliberately do. towards to be uh, to work to be more kind to be kinder to be more passionate Tosh thanks Asante sana thanks for sharing this and I don't know if you're if if you're seeing some of these signs with you or with some of your friends if you're um if you're finding you you might be at an early stage of burnout you might be just maybe some of these signs are signs of anxiety for you uh whatever it is i'd say just don't go through life alone uh, we've talked about family we've talked about friends talk to someone this professional help um but watch out for these signs this this is a life changing conversation and for and for many people if you go through uh if you go through depression if you go through burnout if you go through heightened anxiety some which have similar uh uh effects um it changes your life forever thank you for Tosh for sharing this asante sana money for having me all right so see you next week god bless you uh take care of yourself take some rest there's some really good holiday deals i feel uh, if you if you are selling holidays come i'll sell them with you, for you I'll take part payment in cash and part in holiday. Uh but there's some really good deals. I was I've been to the coasts and to the Mara and both for work thank oh, one one for work one for my own my own break but this is a good time to travel. So if you're looking for some ways to do some self care that's one. God bless you.